Hi guys, KO here. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila, where we are working to inspire positive, radical social evolution by uniting mission-driven humans. I am so excited to be here today. It's just you and I. We are doing a solo podcast about 15 simple life changes you can make to become a better person. There's some really interesting statistics that I came across where most of us are thinking we are pretty darn good people. I'm hoping that's the truth. But if not, here are 15 ways you can quickly do to lean in and level up. Have a great day. Be sure to check us out wherever you get your podcasts and watch the video on YouTube. Cheers. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila. I'm excited to be here today. As always, it is just you and I today. So I read this study. We're going to jump right in. And it was saying nearly half of all Americans think they are a better person than everyone they know. So I thought this was really interesting because we're in an interesting space in our um, time and society and everything that's been going on coming off 2020. We're in 22, almost in 2023. And we wonder, like, has social change really happened? How are people feeling about the world? What's going on? And I think if individually we're feeling pretty good about ourselves or we're inherently positive about the outlook of our future, That's a good sign. I don't really know how we measure that, but I did find this one study in this one article that I kind of wanted to share today about what people are thinking. And then on top of that, a major takeaway, there's 15 things, another article I found that you can do to become a better person. So regardless of what our personal opinions are, I know some of us are um, a little bit delusional when it comes to self-awareness. I think I can take credit in that in that space, but all for um, <clears throat> not for bad reasons. I think it's just sometimes we can get lost in our own zones. We have to reconnect. So if we're one of those, which I think everybody's at some point in time, I have a quick list for you to reconnect and do a few things that I think will make you a better person. Uh, and this is all coming from a really great article. But let's start with this. This is a New York article, um, and it says nearly half of all Americans think they're a better person than everyone they know. This is coming from New York, and it's by Chris Mellor. And it says, for almost half of all Americans, modesty may not be their best quality, which is interesting. A new study finds that nearly one in two people believe they are the best person they know. In a recent study surveyed, a recent study surveyed 2,000 U.S. residents, 81% they believe, 81% said they believe humankind is inherently good. Three in four believe they themselves are fundamentally a good person. When researchers asked Uh, respondents, how they would compare themselves to others in their lives. 46% went a step further admitting in their eyes, they're better than everyone else they know. This is kind of fascinating. I'm wondering if you're listening to this, if you're thinking right now, do I think that? Um, I'm trying to think, I thought before I came on the mic and I don't really think I'm the best person I know. However, I am really intentional about being around the best people I can find, like super inspiring people. And that's something I'm really proud um, and intentional about because just of life lessons. And I talk about this in every speech I ever give. You are who you become. You are who you hang out with. So the people you surround yourself are the most important thing. So that's something I'm really intentional about in general. So I always think the people around me are actually better than me. So I don't know if that's the status quo or not, but there's my tidbit. This article goes on. The survey was conducted by one poll and 
commissioned by Behold Retreats, a wellness company that specializes in the therapeutic use of plant-based medicines to aid in personal and spiritual growth. So that's who's doing the study. I think regardless of who's doing it um, or how credible or not credible you think that is, this is really in good intel and a good moment to pause and think about what we think ourselves and how that might apply to, to and within our own communities. Looking at response by gender, female respondents were less likely to think of themselves as good, 67% versus 86% of men, and more likely to believe that humanity is inherently bad, 20% versus 4% of men. But this is interesting. I'm wondering, I do actually think people are inherently good as a female, uh, but it's interesting that men usually think, according to this study, um, like 86% of the time, they they think that they are that good. 86% is very high. 67% is not that high. So that's a huge differential between genders. And, um, you know, women thinking inherently bad 20% versus 4%. I'm, I'm just wondering, I mean, are, are ladies more connected to what's going on? Are guys more inherently optimistic? I don't know. I'd be curious if you want to listen to this podcast and let me know what you think. I would love to hear it because this is fascinating to me. This study goes on. Respondents between the ages of 25 and 39 were least likely to claim they were a good person. However, millennial respondents were also the most likely to say they didn't think in terms of good or bad. <laughs> Millennials, let's go. Um, I do think our young people are impacted the most by social media. So they might have less of an optimistic outlook on this world. And I get it. That's why we do this podcast, because we want to bring varsity humans questioning a better way that are optimistic um, to the light, because I know you guys are inundated with a lot of negativity. Across the entire poll, 72% admit to judging others, other people's behavior. Another 61% also worry people are actively judging them. In general, Americans say that a good person should be kind, 49%, giving, 45%, and friendly, 41%. When researchers asked respondents to list which qualities they wish to have, however, 38% wanted to be more successful over anything else, even happiness. Wow. This is really like in, intense. I think, how could you choose success over happiness? Maybe people think in general, success will make you happy. I would ask one step further, what is success to you? Um, but man, I think to choose anything over happiness, we are led astray. We are on this earth for such a short time. And if you're not um, seeking personal fulfillment and happiness, I, I got to say, I think you're doing it wrong. And that's where you question things. That's why I've questioned things and reorganized my life to do what I'm genuinely wanting to do. I have always been someone that if I don't want to do it, you, if you know me, you know, I, uh, you'll know. And it's not the best thing. It's definitely cost me money and other things. But, it, you know, knowing my core values, honesty is number one. So if I'm being honest with myself and I don't want to do something, you're going to know I don't want to do it. So maybe that's been a good thing in my life to keep me accountable and on the track to being authentically happy. This thing goes on. People still make the mistake of thinking that success precedes happiness or that success and happiness come from the outside, but it doesn't, says Behold Retreats founder Jonathan DePorter in a statement. Success and happiness are the natural result of doing the inner work to understand ourselves better, recognize our unique gifts and strengths, and aligning to our true purpose. I love this so much. I don't know this company. And anytime a company is funding something that they are essentially selling, we got to side eye that. That's my opinion. However, regardless, if they're doing that, that's fine. I actually agree with all these things. I'd be curious to know if you do or don't agree. That's why I wish some of these podcasts were live. But I think the basic fundamentals of this article <clears throat> and what it's showing us are really super interesting. And I love the conversation around happiness versus success and how a lot of people think those are tied together. I couldn't agree more in this article that it's 
from within. If you've ever been really successful in your life and not happy, which has happened in so many conversations I've had with friends, family, um, coworkers on this podcast where they had it all. And once they reached the top, they had to wonder why they weren't happy and why they didn't think that happiness would come from achieving that goal. And that's when they reorganized. I know when I've been personally successful, professionally successful, athletically successful, there has been moments, especially in athletics, <clears throat> where we had won or we had whatever I had achieved a goal. And then I was looking around, I'm like, man, is this really the team I want to be on? Is this what I stand for? Is this the, the Jersey, the name of my Jersey, is this what I want to be representing? And there have been times where I had said no. And that has made me recalibrate and re uh, go to, a, go to a different gym or do other things or get different people in my life and made me step in a different direction, which was really hard, but such phenomenal lessons in myself and understanding what truly made me happy. And then once I was more on that happy path, I could see truly how unhappy in that space that I was. And that lesson in itself was remarkable because I don't think you know how unhappy you are until you pivot which is hard and you get on the right path and then you look back and you're like, Oh my God, like that was actually, you know, more intense or worse than I thought, or it compromised my core values way more than I thought. And <clears throat> that cycle can continue. So this is the, a, a good opportunity to check in. These are really simple things that you can do. It's called 15 simple life changes you can make to become a better person. I read this list. It's really simple, but I think it's 15 really good grounded things for us to check in. I would suggest doing this maybe once a month, running through the list and being like, am I a good person? Am I doing this right? Am I happy? Am I liking what I'm doing? because it's never too late to make a switch, get some different people in your world, try out a different career, just switch it up, do a morning routine. This, I actually think if we're doing our individual best to be happy, I absolutely believe as a collective whole, we will be moving that energetic needle towards the right direction um, and making this world a better place if we handle our own business. So this is by the Muse. <clears throat> the article is called The Break Room. 15 simple life changes you can make to become a better person. And here's what they say. Most of us want to be a better person, whether at home, in the office, or just when running errands. The problem is, where do you start? I, I realized a couple of years ago that I was a jerk at times and to people I work with and to people I couldn't, uh, people I work with and to people I feel I could, couldn't get any value out of. Woof. Over the past couple of years, I've become a much better person by working on myself. Here are some of the things I've implemented in my daily routine to become a better person on the daily basis. Now, in that statement, we're going to go to this list right now, but being a jerk to someone you don't think you can get any value out of, ugh, that statement really does hurt my heart, especially as a podcaster, because any single person I interview everyone has a story. There's some people I don't know their background. I'm meeting for the first time. I don't know, you know, if they're selling a book or they just think they're a regular person or whatever. Once we get into conversation, they have a story and there's always value there. So I know this sounds cliche, but take it from me and my four plus years of podcasting. And Jimmy Fallon actually says this on his show, show, he says, everybody always has a story. It's true because you don't know where people are coming from, what they're doing, whatever, but they always have something of value to offer to you if you just listen. And the podcast has been such an extraordinary learning piece in my life because of that. So there's that, my piece from me to you, just, I promise you, if you listen, everyone has something of value to you. 
So get that narrative out of here, whatever this person was talking about. Number one, think before you speak. <clears throat> here we go. Words can carry a lot of weight. Think about the first time your significant other told you that he or she loved you. How awesome did that feel? However, words can also be harmful. Have you ever told an inappropriate joke or called someone a bleeping bleep? You probably felt pretty lousy afterwards. Always take the couple extra seconds to think about impact of words before you say them out loud. I'm taking a drink mostly because I'm coughing. And because I'm about to think <clears throat> about what I'm going to say. Just kidding. We've thought about this. Um, this has could have been very useful in my personal world. If you know me and my family, I think we do. Uh, we wear very little filters. And so things are just said and often misunderstood because we kind of do have our own language. So this has been a good thing for me to think before I speak. I try to practice this, but this was when this was number one, I'm like, oh, good reminder. Universe is like, yo, girl, we're out here. And I'm like, this emoji, I'm like, I know. Number two, embrace change. Change helps us grow as individuals. Instead of resisting change, you should be open to trying new things, even if it, even if they scare you. For example, you may be nervous about trying a new Thai restaurant in town, but you might discover it's your new favorite restaurant. Besides embracing change, you should advocate for positive change. You could start a food drive or recycle a cycling program at the office, which would be, which would be good for you and your community and making the community a better place. I like this a lot because as we get older, I think we think we're good about changing. Like maybe like we think we're the best person we know, but reality is you're probably pretty set in your ways. So when something little happens and it becomes a big deal, that might be a sign that you are getting less open-minded and you're getting older. Everyone knows that when you get around like your grandparents or whatever, and the littlest things are the biggest deals, that's because they don't have a lot of change in the world and they're not embracing change. So stay young, stay open-minded and embrace change. I think it's really great. If the biggest thing you're doing is trying a new restaurant, fine, go do that. But in 2022, almost 2023, let's lean in and facilitate some of these programs, be the recycling, have the hard conversation about race or gender or diversity and inclusion, like put, put yourself out there and do this stuff so you can keep your, you know, your mind and your heart and everything else young and open and free. So when big changes happen, it's not that big a deal. We can handle it all. Number three, be grateful. According to research, those who have gratitude journals are more optimistic and feel better about their lives. Additionally, those who discuss gratitude are less envious of wealthier people people, and more willing to help others and can prevent health concerns like co coronary artery disease. Um, well, that's a big one. Gratitude is huge. Uh, you, if you know me, you know I'm big into human optimization and that's a fancy f word for saying biohacking or how can we do the most to live the longest while, you know, burning the candle at both ends, essentially. You know, I like to play hard and go hard and do the most, but I do want to keep up and take care of my mind and body as much as possible. And gratitude of all the machines and turmeric and things that, you know, I'm a fan of, Gratitude has been a consistent theme of being grateful, feeling grateful. I started a journal in a morning routine two years ago, and I've done it consistently. And I think it's a game changer as far as focus and just keeping your feet on the ground. And, you know, as, as a goal chaser, we're, we're constantly focused on what we want, where we want to go. And it's super important to just be present, put your feet on the ground and take a minute and be thankful for all the things you have, because I think we can get lost and not see, you know, as we've, we've maintain these goals or reach these goals they're now like in our back pocket they're in our lives we lose sight of them that they're that they're there or the loved ones or the family or the, the little things the time this great cup of coffee we're having whatever um that gracious mindset i think is really huge and this i love that this is on here because it's a good reminder for me even though i do do my great gratitude journal every single day do the right thing 
physicists need to tell you that probably. Number four, an adult, as an adult, you should definitely know the difference between right and wrong. Let's say you don't clean up after your dog for taking after while taking it on a walk. You don't see, you don't need someone to remind you that you should clean up the mess. You know that it's your responsibility and it's not fair to leave it there for someone else to step in. I think that's actually really funny because in Denver, <clears throat> In the city, there's uh, people are actually really good about it. But uh, when I go and visit like my parents and stuff and more in the suburbs, it, people are a little more casual, like, quite literally about this, but picking up after the dog. And it's it's funny um, that I think rules are a little more lax either in the suburbs around stuff. So I don't know if I'm stereotyping that, but it's funny. Clean up after your dog, clean up after yourself. Come on now, we know this. Number five, use your strengths. Remember your skills and talents are a gift. Don't let them go to waste. If you know how to play the guitar, then share it with others. It will bring you joy and the people in your life. So I think this is amazing. Um, it's, it, it's so funny. Again, as we get older, we let go of some of the things we get, we stay into our path and what we're doing. And, um, you know, it's an amazing time. Um, in our world where you can really talk about your joy, what makes you happy, what you want to do and, you know, and, and then see how much that brings you joy. So I think it is important to stay creative, use your passions and know that those gifts are not just for you. They are to be shared with others. This is something I've leaned into. I'm hoping podcasting is one of those things. Maybe you're listening, maybe you're like, mm, try your painting. I don't know. Um, I'm also here to paint. I'm not good at painting, but just recognize those outlets where you're good, what your strengths are, and then lean into, because I think it brings us way more joy than we realize. See. Number five, address your weaknesses. At the same time, at the same time, you also should be aware of your weaknesses. It's another way to help us grow as individuals. Take time to make lists of your weaknesses and set goals to work on them. I'm a hard person to deal with. I realize this. Learn to admit and address your weaknesses and find them. Find ways to make them better. I love this one. This is a great way to check in and recognize your weaknesses. None of us are great at everything, and it's good to constantly be improving. So improving. So you know, check in and. And also level up. Like, this is good. Remember as kids, you know, you're constantly trying piano and then you go to soccer and then you do this and you figure out what you're good at, but you're constantly trying new things and you're failing all the time. And that's intel to find your authentic joy. So we got to do that as adults. Number seven, take care of yourself. Exercise, eat healthy, get enough sleep. You've heard that advice a thousand times before, but taking care of yourself is one of the best ways to make yourself a better person. For example, how can you go outside and play with your kids when you always feel lethargic? How can you be more productive at work when you're exhausted? Not only will you be happier and more productive, your loved ones and colleagues will also appreciate it. So we know this one. Take care of ourselves. We got to do it. Get that turmeric in your life. Eight, be a hero. That doesn't mean you have to you have to put on a pair of tights and a cape. It means helping an elderly neighbor with groceries, opening doors for others, buying a cup of coffee for the person in front of you when the when her card gets declined, listening to a friend when his relationship just ended. I love this one so much because I do think the littlest things are heroic and you can think in your own personal life or someone did something small for you, but it really made your day and it was a game changer. Do those things. And it's so good to help another person, but you know, it's so good for your own soul to feel that and think about then go to your gratitude journal and write it down. Um, be a hero. It doesn't always have to be this grandiose gesture. Do the little things. Number nine, pay attention to others. 
Doesn't it feel great when someone asks how your day went? Try to do the same for others. Even when you have to jot down reminders in your calendar, it can make all the difference in the world for someone when you follow up with them on important events. I know any time in my life when it was really tough and someone leaned in or reached out and asked about whatever it was I was going through, kind of out of the blue, I really felt seen and heard. And it was just so thoughtful. Even if it was small, like, how are you doing? Um, you know, I've had ups and downs in the athletic experience. So when some of the people like from my gym, would reach out or have knee surgeries or whatever. It was really meaningful. And again, it didn't have to be this big thing. It was a quick text or whatever. So do those things. Think about those times when little things mattered so much to you and then try and replicate that in your own world. Number 10, stop being wasteful. Just because you can have five plates of food and an all-you-can-eat buffet doesn't mean you have to. Waste is a problem for the food service industry. You can also reduce waste water usage by taking shorter showers and create less trash by recycling. And don't forget that unplugging devices when, when not in use can save electricity. Doing our part, no matter how small it may seem, can really be important for the environment. I love this one. And I... Um, I think generationally we get better about being less wasteful. So I love being around young people and I see how conscious they use their water bottles and not paper cups or they do recycle and it's just so automatic to them. So I love being inspired by our youth in that space. And I love how, um, you can see the positive side in that. So do your little piece of, of whatever it is, recycle, use compost, do those things. Reminder, it, it really matters. Sometimes you can get lost in it like, oh, it might not matter, but it is really actually a big deal. So do the small things. 11, be curious. Evidence shared via the Huffington Post found that curiosity can help strengthen relationships, keep your brain stimulated, lessen anxiety, keep you happy and help you learn. Even under, uh, even in uninterest, uninteresting subjects, I love this so much. And again, this is another thing I've just learned off the podcast. I think what's made me grow as an interviewer is just genuine curiosity. I can do all the prep in the world, but truly once we get in conversation and flow and I'm just genuinely curious about this person, the best conversations happen in my opinion. And again, this is something else we did as little kids. You know, we tried new things, we play with different things and just figuring out the world and we stayed curious. That's so amazing how it actually keeps you uh, entertained and feeling the joy and it does stimulate different things in your brain. So it's, it's important on so many levels. Number 12, forgive yourself and others. Humans make mistakes even when even when, okay, humans make mistakes, even when it's you who makes a mistake. And someone who, and sometimes those mistakes really sting. However, instead of devoting your energy, holding onto that mistake or feeling guilty, forgive that individual or yourself and focus on the future. Remember, revenge isn't good for your health and the best revenge is your success and happiness. I love this a lot because forgiveness and letting go is truly magical and healing. I think it's so much for us to carry all the things. And I've done a good amount of work to let go of some stuff because it's hard. Certain things are hard to let go of. And I know people that have had really intense traumas that have done such a great job. Um, it, 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 it's been inspiring me to see like what they've come through and then how they've really been able to let it go. So let, let go. We don't need to carry all this stuff for our entire lives. Don't be impatient. When we get impatient, we get aggravated and may do something we'll regret. Ask yourself, how do you feel if you yelled at your child or a colleague because you're in a rush to get out of the door in the morning to finish a project? By practicing patience, you'll not only make better decisions, you'll feel better about yourself every day. This is so good. Constant learning lesson on my end. Patience are hard, but it's worth it. At the end of the day, most things are not that big a deal. And if you make somebody feel bad about something, it's not worth it. So we're here. I'm with you. We're learning to be patient. 14, be yourself. Ting, blonde emoji. When you're authentic, you'll be more focused, build courage, establish your own identity, and be able to define your values and beliefs. I think this one should actually be number one, but I'm not here to tell the muse what's up. 
even though I kind of am, be yourself again, as we get older, I think we get nudged in certain directions to fit into our job, to fit into our gym and to fit into our relationship, whatever being authentic and really getting to know yourself. And I think that comes through the joyous things you do, being creative, being curious, playing, find out what your core values are, who you are, what you really believe in and let that authenticity sing. I, I know that will attract the right people into your world, the right jobs, the right opportunity. We are truly born with so many beautiful gifts and little idiosyncrasies that make us ourselves. And this is something else the podcast has shown me and something I've really loved to get to know and see in people, all the little things that people do their way um, that make them them. It's so awesome. So cling to those things and just let it be. 15, stop pointing fingers. I'll never forget a grade school teacher telling the class, when you point your finger, there are three fingers pointing back at you. We all face obstacles in life, but you can't use that as an excuse to hold you back or to grow as a person. In the words of the author and motivational speaker, Jack Canfield, remember you and you alone are responsible for maintaining your energy, giving up, blaming, complaining, and making excuses and keep and keep taking action in the direction of your goals, however mundane or lofty they may be. Part of life is growing and becoming a better person each and every day. What steps are you working on to improve your life? I love this because we are responsible for ourselves and what we're doing and it comes down to us. So let's just check in with ourselves. If you think you're the best person you know, great. Run through this list. Make sure that is authentic. And I would challenge you to get around some people that are you think are better than you so you can level up. That's what I would do. But I'm going to run through this list. I'm going to try once a month and I would encourage you to do so so we can level up our own playing field, our own environment, especially for parents or coaches or leaders or influencers, which everybody is. There's responsibility for us to walk through this world in the best way that we can and be productive, kind, authentic human and beans. So cheers to that. Do what you can do. I'm going to do what I can do. Join me on this podcast. I hope we are making this world a better place. One gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. We're trying. So have a great day. Be the best person you can be. Cheers. Thank you for joining Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Tune in next time and don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.